Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Yo, two fans here at Sliced Apples Enterprises. We want, we want to, uh, we want to formally apologize. Formally (laughs) apologize to you guys for just not getting to you soon. You know, sometimes life, jobs, shit gets in the way. So whirlwind of stuff, man difficult with three people's schedules but it's not an excuse we make it work you know we've done a, quite a few episodes but every once in a while you're right just slip ups so we apologize we're back but, though but we're back better than ever you know you missed us honestly i was kind of thinking bro we could go we could sit here and like fart for like an hour people would be so excited to hear us they they don't even they'll be like yes dude yes there's a there's quite a bit to fart around about that's for sure <laughs> when we take it like we don't talk outside of the podcast by the way let me know i'm having mic trouble so let me know if i sound good or quiet like david um but we i mean we don't talk outside the podcast so if we just oh, shoot bro. the shit oh my god I, I was gonna mention that the other day on when i thought we were gonna pod but you and alejandro are the worst people to text during like any football game or anything literally like what happens is alex doesn't te- text back at all i don't until, text during football until, games no. until, <laughs> until, until literally the very end where he'll be like oh the crazy drive by the eagles and then yeah. never, never and then disappears i'm in he, the game i'm in the game he, he, he acts like I, I don't know like you act like com- commercials don't exist like what what are you doing during commercials you're in the commercials or what like I mean, but anywho, I will we'll, we'll text. Mostly, it's Alejandro at first. He'll he'll reply a couple times to me, and then he'll go he'll go a wall. Next thing you know, I I get all excited because I'm like, ooh, we're texting about the game. Next thing you know, I realize, dude, there's ten straight like text of just me talking about the game, and nobody said anything. I'm like, man, screw these guys, and it happens literally every single time. Every single time. I can put up some defense for myself if you want, or you can sit here and just bash me. Either way is fine. No, it's not it's not it's not just you. It's both Alejandro does the same shit too. You I'm have like, other friends that like you text and they text back during games? Yes. Okay. Actually no. Well well no, I need I, I need to find those because like I keep relying on you two because I I don't know why. I just feel like this time's the time. You know, they'll text me back this time and then it doesn't happen. I'm just like, ah, David, you do this every time, silly. And so I need to find people like me that know how to text during I, the game. I wish I could tell you that I would change and I could text during games, but I just don't want to, bro. Like, I just, it just comes down to a want thing because I just want to watch the game. And I spend so much time on my phone, anyways, texting all the time. I don't, what do you just do don't during want commercials? To. That's just what I want to know. What do you do during commercials? Uh, I mean, like, usually I'm watching if I'm if I'm watching the game with somebody else, like I'll talk to them. So either like a roommate or somebody else. But if I'm watching it by myself, I will text you back because during the commercials, you're right. Like, I will just like fire off a text real quick. 
but I'm not one of those guys that can sit there and text during a drive because I, I can't like look up at the screen and be texting and watching like Joan Hurts rolling out to the right. Oh my God, he's got Devonte Smith. And like, you know, I can't oh, be no. focused on that and like texting at the same time. It's just too hard. I just want the two fans to know that's not what I do. That's, that's not what I How do. How do you do it? It's usually like after like a touchdown or something like, Oh my God, you know, Williams, Mike Williams, crazy bro yeah or like, or like if they're at the goal line and they're not and eckler's not in the game i'm like why isn't eckler in the game yeah because you no, know I, I guess that makes sense obviously you know my boy is not in there for the scoring opportunity my fantasy squad so i'm obviously what what do i need to look at the tv for i need to look down and yell at my phone because my guy isn't in there and i don't know who else to yell at Maybe I should yeah. just have the dogs there so I can yell at them. I'm going to be like, Bella, why isn't Eckler in the goal line situation? <laughs> I guess that's the difference is I don't text like like raw emotion. I text like analysis, and it's, probably, it's a fault of my own. Like I can't text analysis during the game. Like it just, oh, no. It's impossible. You have to just text like, what the fuck were they doing on offense? Or why is this defense slacking or whatever? And I don't think to do that. I text them like, this is why they're doing this. I don't understand why they went, you know, zero coverage here or cover two or why did they do a draw? Okay, like, all right, all right. Don't don't start with your single high safety now. Single high safety, bro. <laughs> you you don't don't start with that. You never. Come on, you're not that analytical. Political. Come no, on, come no. on, man. But I will like look at it. I'm like, okay, I'll say something like like the Aggies this past weekend. They had late in the game. They had two draw. They had a drive. Where they had two pat or two running plays that were both ten plus yards, and the guy sitting next to me in the stadium said, "Now we go play action." And I said, "Yes, now we go play action," and we ran the ball again. That would be some shit. I text is like, I can't believe we just ran the ball twice. It's a clear opportunity to go play action, and we didn't go play action. That and I probably wouldn't phrase it that well. I'd phrase it way longer than that, and it'd take me a whole minute to text. So on the whole night of Monday night football, your two texts were there was no urgency on the beginning of that Eagles drive. Then all of a sudden they pick up the pace should have been a TD. <laughs> yeah. So that was at the end of the game at the, I can, I can now analyze that. Thank you. At the that, end of the, or it was the second right before halftime. They had the ball with like a minute and a half left and they let 30 or so seconds burn off the clock. And then all of a sudden they started picking up the pace to try and get down and score a touchdown. I was like, Bro, where was this urgency when you were on the eight-yard line? Oh, so they pulled uh, Nathaniel Hackett? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It was just bizarre because all of a sudden they started picking up the urgency once they realized they got to like the 30-yard line. They're like, oh my God, like we can go 70 yards and score in 30 seconds. It's like, okay. It's kind of, it's kind of funny to follow up on our last episode. Um, you, we were talking about Russell Wilson, and um, we were kind of like confused, like why'd they boo him in Seattle and whatnot? So I finally got around to that, and uh, thanks to the help of Eddie as well, he sent me some article and stuff, and I, I came across on Twitter um, Richard Sherman's podcast as well. So towards the end of that tenure, the Russell Wilson Seahawks relationship, it was pretty bad, um, which is kind of surprising because, you know, Bronco Nation, let's ride. You know, Russell Wilson, you know, the corniest dude alive. But apparently, like, he was very, you know, let Russ cook. Like, 
it, it was, you, you know, when they started doing that, like let Russ cook and stuff like that. Like he, he wanted the offense to be revolved around him, even though for the history of the Seahawks, they've been run first, like very balanced, but we, we run first then work off the running game. And so finally, I think like Wilson kind of bullied them into back in 2020 to do the let Russ cook offensive coordinator started running more pass plays, which for the first like four games, I think I kind of remember this too, as I was reading it, the first four games went great. Like Russ was cooking, but then it started catching up after those four games. He started, he had like, 10 interceptions in the next like few games or what it like rest of the season or whatever, essentially it went downhill, but he was adamant that, you know, this offense needs to run through me. Cause I'm that guy, which makes sense now because, you know, if you watch the broadcast of the Monday night football with him against uh, the Broncos against the Seahawks, they talked a lot about how Wilson wanted more, of a say of the freedom, whatever. And the reason why Seahawks went through all those offensive coordinators was because of Russell Wilson. Like he wanted things to his way, essentially. Um, this man yeah. went ballistic in the first three games of 2020, by the way, he had 14 yeah. touchdowns through three games and one interception. Yeah. And then he went <laughs> after that went downhill, like it just yeah. straight off, straight off a cliff. And it's funny cause this is so true. And they're like, what was the analogy they made? Oh, I can't remember. It was a great analogy. Oh, they said he's like Clay Thompson with the three-point shot. When he's hot, like with the equivalent with the long distance, uh, like long passes. When he's hot, it's great. Everything's rolling. It's great. He's, shoot, he's killing the three-pointers. Russ is hitting those long shots. But when he's cold, it's like is bad. There's nothing you can do. Like it's, it's just rust turns into, you know, essentially mediocre. And so, yeah, I was like, Oh, okay. This makes a lot more sense on to why the Seahawks fans booed him. I would boo him too. If I knew all that, but it's a little, it's a little different, you know, it's like us. It's kind of a deep cut for an entire stadium to boo you. I mean, still, you know, it's not mm. as obvious as I don't know, like uh, like James Harden leaving Houston. That's just I've been talking about James Harden today, but James Harden leaving Houston, like that was a very obvious reason to be booed. That seems more like a deep cut. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, when your team hasn't found success, it's kind of like the equivalent of like a head coach, the head coach that was making the stupid decisions coming back and you're going to boo him because he was the reason why he's his dumb decisions were the reason why your team that you root for had been losing this whole time. I mean, if you think about it, Russ trying to dictate the way the offense went, he might as well have been the offensive coordinator. So the offensive coordinator comes back and you're like, boo, you made our team suck again. So I don't How know. How often just, do you see a coach booed though? I mean, not unless it's like well, well cuz they don't BOB came back to Houston, bro. We boo the shit out of BOB, that's for sure. It, but the way the way I see it too, it's kind of like 
it's not making national news per se, but I'm pretty sure the people in Seattle know kind of like the equivalent with the Texans and um, Jack Easterby. I'm pretty sure the whole country doesn't know the whole situation of the Easterby, the Easter bunny and the Texans and that whole complex thing. They just see the Texans like, damn, they suck. They're rebuilding. But we're just kind of like, it was Jack Easterby this whole time. But unless you really follow the Texans, you know, since we're from Houston, you know, we, we know this stuff. So I feel like it's kind of one of those situations. It was Jack Easterby. Jack Easterby sucks, dude. Yes, he does. But I just want to get that out there, let two fans know, just inform everybody, all the uh, participating parties. But um, I want to quickly, semi-quickly, not super quickly, but semi-quickly go yeah, through up, this, this, past, this past weekend because it was a hectic, like, I'm getting every dollar worth for this NFL Sunday ticket because once that early game hits that late fourth quarter, all these early games hit that late fourth quarter, it's like, it's like, a, it's just like this high that you just can't touch. Um, first of all, New York Jets versus Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland was up 13 points with less than two minutes left to go in the game, and New York came back. New York, they had a busted coverage. You know, Joe Flacco hit a deep pass touchdown, and then they onside kicked, and I was like, it's kind of weird because I felt it. I was like, once I saw it, I was like, on their onside kick, dude. The Jets, they need some. They need a win. Like they just need something to go their way. They've been losing too much. I'm like, this is gonna go their way. Boom, they get the onside kick. I'm like, yep, that's it. They're scoring a touchdown. Score a touchdown. End up winning 31 to 30 against Cleveland with crazy comeback. Um, chime in if you have any uh, thoughts. Uh, uh- I think this is the most Browns move in Browns history is losing the New York Jets, dude. New York Jets have been in last place for, I think, my entire life, basically. And the fact that the Browns are losing to the Jets here in week two, I'm going to overreact and say the Browns are back, bro. Back at the bottom. Love to see it. Browns are back at the bottom. Nick Chubb, shout out Nick Chubb, getting me freaking 31 fantasy points with three touchdowns. Ooh. Had me, had me, had me. Ooh. I think we've made it. How how long have we made it into this podcast before I, I shit on Topher? Because I need to shit on him real quick. Just how how, how many minutes? 15 <laughs> minutes. Well, no, I, this is this ties in because I didn't start Amari Cooper, but I beat Topher in the two fans league 212 to 99. Just want to put that out there. And I didn't hey. even start Amari. I want to say, too, that for my three leagues, this is the first time in I don't know how long I can remember where I swept every every team won. Mm. I won I won in every league this week. And yeah. I, I won mean, in both leagues as well. It's good to be back on the dub board. Um, I so think, when you pull up the app and it shows like the W1, you know, it's in yeah. green instead of the L1 in red. You're like, oh yeah, I did win last week. Let's keep that going. But I mean, I I had some some guys pulled through Nick Chubb, um, Tampa Bay defense. Uh, who else? Aaron Jones, because my, my opponent, Drex, had Stefan Diggs on Monday night. 
And honestly, I had a pretty comfortable lead. I had like a 40 to 50 point lead. So I was like, okay. And then next thing you know, the Stefan Diggs, I'm just like, oh my God, dude, what if this guy pulls off the the 60 point game <laughs> tonight? Like, oh my God. But he didn't. So I scraped by, but I needed every point. But um, all right, going getting back to it. Washington Commanders at Detroit. Detroit finally getting a dub against Washington. Carson Wentz, though, 337 yards, dude. Carson Wentz is... Carson what? Wentz, he's going what? off, dude. Oh, going off. okay. Okay. He's going off, dude. That's I your boy. Your boy is... Go- oh, he is not my boy. Nah. <laughs> Big Dick Nick, bro. Big Dick Nick won us the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. It was a very... Real quick though, do you, I saw NFL ranked uh, power rankings? Detroit Lions sixteen right now, bro. Overreaction, underreaction. Dan Campbell and them boys. Um, um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, let's just say accurate reaction because that's in the middle. I mean, they're one and one. I'm pretty sure there's other teams that are zero and two. Hey, this is just one. You saw that video, right? This is just one. Yeah, this is just one. It's just one. MCDC, right. my guy, dude. I love MCDC. <laughs> Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Ooh, that little scuffle right there. That was a weird game because going into the fourth quarter, it was 3-3. And next thing you know, Tampa Bay's defense just lit up. There was a fight, and then Tampa Bay's defense just lit up. And... uh Tom Brady did something despicable to that surface, bro. That Microsoft surface did not deserve <laughs> what it got. <laughs> I feel like that's once a year, bro. Once uh, a game, dude. That man brutalizes those things. They've got a clause in his contract to pay for him. Come on now. <laughs> Carolina at New York. Giants pull off a dub. They're 2-0. and oh. All right. New York. Carolina's 0-2. Oh oh uh, shout out Baker Mayfield. Carolina yeah. might be the worst team in the league. They very well oh. might be. Christian McCaffrey uh, might be out this weekend with the ankle injury. Just want to put that out there <laughs> for whoever has uh, McCaffrey on their fantasy squad. Uh, New England at Pittsburgh. New England nail biter took a win, seventeen fourteen. Now this is the big shocker right here. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. I hope you didn't keep the Indianapolis defense because um, Jacksonville. Happen. Oh Lord, Jacksonville's beat beat the brakes out of them, twenty four to zero, which I'm pretty sure no one could have predicted. Um, I don't know what's going on with Matt Ryan, but once the offense gets going, the defense will click back into gear. But God, three interceptions and zero touchdowns under two hundred yards is not going to cut it, dude. Not yeah, cut I, it. I saw a stat where Indianapolis hasn't won in Jacksonville in like five years. Wow. And I wish I would have known that. Bef- I wish I would have known that before the game because I would have betted on that. <laughs> uh, Miami at Baltimore. What fireworks everywhere, bud! I remember seeing that. So uh, at one point, Miami was down twenty-eight points, and I was like, "Damn." Well, I guess this is Miami. They are who we thought they were, and then they just turned that shit up. Two attack of a low of four hundred and sixty-nine yards, two touchdowns, six. Six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Yeah. And your boy, Tariq Hill, had, Tariq. had his little Tariq, Tyreek. Your boy yeah. got you some fantasy. I was happy for that, too. I saw him when he got his second touchdown. I was like, man, 
finally my boy Alex gets he better get the dub this week, bro. He his rest of his team better not have better not fail him. <laughs> no, they didn't fail me, bro. They did not fail me. How about Lamar Jackson, dude? 318 through the air, 119 on the ground. Still loses. Pay him that money. Pay him that money, Baltimore. I I don't even Damn, that just sucks. I mean, I, I, and it's crazy because I was watching Pat McAfee. They have the thing, new segment with uh, Matt Hasselbeck where yeah. he'll do the NFL film shit. And dude, Tua is the real deal, man. I was watching it, that too, actually. What did you think about that? I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, it was, was mind, yeah. like just mind. Sidestep he made there to create yeah. some space launch the ball he's still under through Tyreek a little bit but I think it's just some adjustments I think after a couple more weeks we'll start to see it landing more in the breadbasket instead of Tyreek having to slow down hey bro I, he's not pl- used to playing with somebody that fast you know no, that's I mean? true. well Jalen's nor- fast Jalen's pretty fast for but like for a normal receiver that's in the breadbasket but Tyreek Hill's so fast he's like oh shit that's I keep true under- I keep under throwing him because he gets there way faster than I think he will <laughs> He is insanely fast. It's it's incredible. That's why I drafted him. And then uh, we had the nail biter, which won me some money. Thank the Lord. Uh, Atlanta at Los Angeles. Uh, Atlanta almost came back on the Rams. Your boy Cooper Cup fumbled the ball on their on that last possession. I was like, oh my god, Cooper Cup. But uh, ultimately, Mariota threw an interception to Jalen Ramsey, and uh, that ended the game. But I took uh, Atlanta plus 10 on the spread. They lost by five, so I won. Um, I love that for you. Huh? I love that for you. I like Atlanta, too, this year. I think, I think Marcus, I hope he really makes the most of this opportunity. I like Atlanta. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, nowhere to be found once again. I draft in this year. It's pain. Mm, a lot of pain. Uh, Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco tore that ass up 27-7, to seven, but... What? But um, Trey Lance broke his ankle, so he's out for the year. In steps Jimmy G. I, I, I couldn't help but when they signed that contract to have him stay, I was just like, I feel like I just knew this was going to happen. I knew somehow this was going to happen. I felt it. And yeah, I, it sucks to see. But I mean, Jimmy G. Got another. Did you see the contract, the way it was structured with the incentives that were built in? Like he, he, he has the possibility to earn multiple millions of dollars now playing, but it was a backup QB structured contract that if you had to step in and they won a certain amount of games made to the playoffs, so-and-so and so-and-so, I'm not a contract expert. It's really interesting if you give it a look. It's that agent. That agent earned his money, man. That's for sure. And Jimmy G... Dude, I hope he gets a, a real shot here. I never understood. I mean, I understand, you know, he overthrew Sanders in the Super Bowl. We could be talking completely different about Jimmy G. But I really, really hope that he takes this opportunity and runs with it. Because they've got a really good team, man. They, they they do. I'm not sure if it's as good as it has been in the past. But they're they're definitely, you know, they, they, they're players, bro. There's some players out there. I just need George Kittle to play and be healthy. That'll be great. Yeah. Good luck on uh, that. <laughs> Cincinnati at Dallas. Dallas wins 20 to 17. Yeah. What if I told you Cooper Rush was going to be Joey B before the season started, 
you'd be like, who the fuck is Cooper Rush? <laughs> on on the last podcast, I laughed at the fact that Dallas, like, if Dallas was going to beat Cincinnati, I remember being like, like, it's not happening. But especially if, if we said Dallas was going to beat Cincinnati and Zeke wasn't even going to have 100 rushing yards. That's what's really crazy is it's not even it wasn't even really. I mean, yeah, yeah 53 think, rushing yards. Think, dude. Think, That's shit. I think you're the one hoping, oh, dying, yeah. hoping that oh, he yeah. has a hundred rushing yards. Oh, yeah. So that way, oh yeah. So that I way you him. you have some feed some him, running, dude. Run, feed running back, feet, but, but he no. It's funny because I saw I was watching a highlight and I saw you know one of those in game highlights and they they showed a touchdown running touchdown and I was like I looked closer I was like oh Tony Pollard uh, I was like ah oh, pain. <laughs> Uh, pain. Uh, they, they pain. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, Jerry. we are <laughs> Houston at Denver. Denver beat Houston sixteen to nine. I still think Hackett should be fired. Um, I was watching that game, and there was one sequence that was just the stupidest thing. They they were in field goal range, barely, but in field goal range. But they didn't know if they wanted to go for it on fourth down or kick the field goal. So they spent half the play clock with the offense on the field. But then they were like, no, get the field goal unit out. Got the field goal unit out there just for the play clock to run out. Delay of game. So they ended up having to punt the ball. And I was at that moment, I was just like, they got to fire Nathaniel Hackett. You got to fire Hackett. Dude, especially bro. after you come out and you don't see this out of a coach, but he says, yeah, I would have definitely made a different decision like looking back on it. This is your opportunity to make that different decision. You don't make it. Hey, sorry. This is the big boy league. I make big man decisions. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I think Hackett needs to go to, it's too chaotic. I, I feel like to the point, I feel bad for Broncos fans. Like he's not oh, starting no. off well, but wait, wait, hold on, hold on. This is the greatest part right here. At a certain point in that game, the play clock for the Broncos, the, the fans chanted five, four, three, two for every play when the play clock was winding down every single one. And it was hilarious, dude. I was just like, bro, are they counting down the play clock? Oh my goodness. But yeah, get that man out of there. I just like how I think, um, who's, uh, McDaniels Vegas. Blew a, a 20 point lead to Arizona. The mm. Cardinals win 29 23. And I think uh, McDaniels is one bad, another bad loss away from. I'll just fire him on the spot, too. Yeah. Well, I thought it was Mayock. Is it not Mayock who's the. No, it's uh, McDaniels. Uh, I forgot his first name from the. From the Patriots. Oh, yeah, Josh McDaniels. Yeah, Josh McDaniels, right. there okay. we go. That you're was right, right. I'm tripping. They're 0-2. I haven't watched a single Raiders game. I'm on Red Zone, bro. They don't show them. <laughs> no, Baby Man, you see Baby, you see Baby Man got, got punched in the face when he ran over to, uh, to the stands? Did you see that? There was that fan that popped out and punched Little Man in the face. Or hit him in the face, Kyler. Oh, oh I mean, he, he kind of like, he didn't punch him. He kind of like... 
it was like a little little slappy slap like just kind of like uh, you know yeah because he, he he went to go celebrate a touchdown or the game winner or something he just got a little enjoy the good kyler play while you can Warzone, new Warzone comes out in less than a month, so enjoy it while you can. <laughs> they said he was supposed to lose because it was the this past weekend the beta, the Modern Warfare Two beta, opened. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but um, then we He's got saving Chicago. all his energy for the release date. He didn't mm. want to playing you right there. Gotcha. Chicago at Green Bay. Green Bay takes care of business as usual. Aaron Rodgers owns. I still own you. I yeah. own you. Twenty-seven ten. Um, thanks to Aaron Jones, 132 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Thank you, Aaron Jones. Thank you. Um, and then uh, Tennessee at Buffalo. Buffalo just absolutely tapped that as 41 to seven. Uh, Buffalo looking unstoppable. Minnesota at Philadelphia. Surprisingly, well, surprisingly, but unsurprisingly, I wish somebody would have told me Kirk Cousins' stats, like his record in prime time. See, these are the things I need to like. This is why I started following certain people on and Twitter. Ryan Tannehill or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, like, Cousins is terrible in prime time. It's, exactly. It, I, did, I, did, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that until now. Yeah, At least it wasn't off the top of my head. Uh, Philadelphia wins 24-7. Jalen Hurts, 333 passing yards. Sheesh. Jalen Hurts, honestly, taking, looking good. He's taking it to a whole nother level. Yeah, he is. Um. But that leads us to week three this week, which I am also pretty pumped for. Um, Bro, that was 15 minutes you running through that. That's pretty impressive. That was a long 15 minutes, man. I'm I'm like... boy, David. Yeah, yeah. But um, we're introducing something new today Mm. to fans. Uh, Shout out, Topher. But we're going to every Wednesday... I know today's not Wednesday, but, you know, shit. Work with us. Damn it. It's every um, Thursday, really, when this episode comes out. So Yes, we, we, we will. Each, each one of us, Alejandro's not here with us right now, but he filled one out as well. But we will be filling out uh, a confidence pool, as it's called, in which we will pick every single game for the week, and we give it a point value of 1 through 16, 16 is the most confident, one being the least confident. And every winner you guess, we guess correctly, we get points. So if you say if you got the Steelers over the Browns and you have 16, you're fully confident the Steelers will beat the Browns. You put 16 on it, and if the uh, Steelers win, you get 16 points. And it calculates all the way up, and whoever has the most points wins. And we will keep a tally throughout the, throughout the season. And at the end of the season, one of us will win some money. Unless we all just literally end up all tied at the end of the year, which will be a funny thing. Um, but yeah, every Wednesday, I think it's, it, it's going to be fun. Me and Alex actually kind of talked about it yesterday. And we, we, all, we were like, man, this is too good. We got to wait till we get on the podcast. because. This is some good, good stuff, good content we got going on right here that's not being recorded. But let me go ahead, since Alejandro isn't here, let me go ahead and start with his. All right. I think we go game by game, or do you want to just shout it all out for him? Uh, 
actually, let's do this. Let's start with the top three. So let's I'm start with, okay. yeah. So we all reveal what we're most confident in our 16, 16, 15, 14. See where, see where we, where our opinions differ. And then also the bottom three, like one, two, three, what are the three we're least confident about? And then kind of go and then fill in the blanks from there. But go ahead, Alex, tell, tell the people what your most confident pick for the week. Uh, my most confident pick is I'm taking the Chiefs over the Colts. I think that's my most confident. The Colts haven't shown any life on offense, and this is going to be just an annihilation uh, by the Chiefs offense. So I don't expect the Colts defense to step up. I should know. I have them on fantasy. I probably need to pick up, now that I'm mentioning that, somebody off the waiver wire to start <laughs> in defense. Uh, but, yeah, this can be a total annihilation. So I'm taking the Chiefs by a billion. I realized in my other league, I actually had the Colts. I, I didn't even pay attention. I had the Colts defense as well. And I was like, no, I, I felt much better. I picked up Atlanta defense and I felt much better. Mm. That's, that's how bad the Colts defense has been. <laughs> like, So what I is, mean, what is Alejandro's 16? So Alejandro agrees with you. Kansas city chiefs over the Colts by a billion. However, my most confident pick is the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I understand okay. y'all's, but I mean, that's okay. just my... You know what's crazy? Kansas City Chiefs versus Colts. Chiefs over the Colts is my 13th wow. most confident pick. I've got Chargers over Jaguars, and they're my 15th, so they're my second most confident. I'm right there with you. Like, I think that's going to be just a total dumpster fire by the Jags. It's funny. You and Alejandro on the same boat. Alejandro has Chargers over Jacksonville for his 15th. Well, then I speak 15th. for Alejandro and saying that it's going to be a total just dump on him for uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They got their win last week. You know, they should be proud of themselves, but they're going to get absolutely demolished this week. I'm going to say mm-hmm. Chargers by half a billion. How about that? Oh, you know what? I Okay, 16. My 15 is the Los Angeles Rams over the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, okay. Ooh. Why is that, really? I don't know. When I was going through it, I was looking through it. I was like, man, there's just no way the Rams let let the Cardinals win. I, I, it, it just, even though the Cardinals are at home, it's a divisional matchup. I was like, I don't know. It's just no way the Rams. The Rams the haven't. They haven't impressed me this year. They lose an opening night to the Bills. They get annihilated by the Bills, and then they sneak out last week. I don't. I think it was. Yeah, it was at home versus Atlanta. So they're not even in Atlanta, and they sneak out of that one. Uh, they haven't really impressed me this year. So that's. I have them a little lower down the tier, but we'll get to that. All right. All right. And then uh, what you got for fourteen? Who's your fourteenth pick? Your 14th point. Uh, so for 14, I've actually got the Cincinnati Bengals over the Jets. Um, I know we just talked about the Jets being the best that I've ever seen them ever. Uh, I do not believe in Joe Flacco. I don't understand how they won the first few games. Uh, and I think the Cincinnati Bengals equally. I understand Joe Burrow has not been protected. I think this is a situation where we're not going to see the Bengals go 0-3. I think this is just a rough start for them. They're figuring out the offensive line. They're going to get it going here. Joey V was just in the Super Bowl. A majority of the team was just in the Super Bowl. They are not going to lose the Jets this weekend. Okay. Okay. 
um, Alejandro, he has uh, Las Vegas Raiders over the Tennessee Titans as 14. Wow. That's a little, uh, that's a little that's, strong. Wow, for, that's way, way up there. At 14. <laughs> I've got them way lower. Yeah. Where were he at to defend himself on this? Pick? <laughs> 14. The Raiders. Okay. He must like what he sees over there. Mr. McDaniels and what he's got going on. I Mr. don't know, McDaniels. man. The Tennessee Titans, Derek Henry could, I mean, he's waiting to pop off for a 200 yard game running, stiff arming somebody. You know what I mean? It still has. I haven't watched yet, enough so. of him. Is he, is he looking like he was looking last year? Is he, is he coming no. back? <laughs> no, he's, yeah, he's, he's got 107 yards and one touchdown through t- two games. That's, that's no way. No. Yeah. No. My 14th is confidence point. New Orleans Saints over the Carolina Panthers. The it's New the Orleans Saints over the Panthers. Okay. I like that. I like that. Panthers, what's what's like, the deal? I just said the Panthers are the worst team in the league this year, I think. Overreaction totally, but. Oh, I think they suck. Especially if, oh, they, they, don't they, don't suck. if they don't have Christian McCaffrey, it would be even greater for me. Yeah, well. Know. You mentioned that just now, and I have. I'm not going to sit here and reorganize mine, but I agree with you. If they don't have, if they don't have CMC, I mean. Oh no, I forgot to tell you. You need we, y'all need to send these in to me ahead of time before the pod. We podcast Wednesday. I can't. Y'all can't be changing. Oh, hold on. Let me let me change it up real Looking quick. Mind, I got a I got a editable Excel spreadsheet right here. I could I could be changing mine up, but it's too much nah. work. I already know, did my research. I already got all my shit together. Hmm. Gotcha. All right. We did the top three. What's your most confident and what are your least confident picks? My least confident. Uh, my least confident is actually the Monday night game. So I picked the Giants over the Cowboys. Um, I flat out. Actually, you know what? This is just a hate pick is what it is. This is just that's why I'm the least confident in it is I just want the Giants to beat the Cowboys. I love the Giants this year. They're 2-0, man. Saquon is fucking back. Daniel. <laughs> Danny Dimes, dude. Danny Dimes. I love that, man. I like how you can't even say that before, without <laughs> laughing. You like. I know. I, like, I, just, I thought about his face. I was like, I'm about to actually support this guy. All right. Danny Dimes, though, a big supporter. I'm trying to say it without smiling, but I can't. I'm lying. Now, I've got so little faith in this pick, but I just want them to beat them. That's why they're my least confident. But I'm taking the Giants over the Cowboys Monday night. So, Alejandro, his least um, confident pick is Dallas over the Giants. So, you're Mm. kind of, you're on the same boat a little bit. (laughs) Okay, okay. On the same boat a little bit. But um, that'll be fun to talk about next episode. Yeah, that's kind of interesting because my least confident pick is the Miami Dolphins over the Buffalo Bills. Miami Dolphins over the Buffalo Bills. You're really taking the Dolphins over the Bills. Now, this is the one that I'm trying to locate it on my list. Here we go. Um, So we did the top three. This is my fourth most confident is the Bills over the Miami Dolphins. Just for just so you know. And when you said this yesterday, this is the conversation you mentioned we had to cut off. I, for the life of me, do not understand why you would pick this at all, unless it's just like me, like a hate pick or something like that, because the Bills are legitimately unstoppable. 
I mean, it was two games. I mean, it, it was, one of them was Don't against. Tell me I'm overreacting. You're you're not, but you are, but you're not because they they demolished the Super Bowl champs on. Opening yeah, but night. but like the the Super Bowl champs that almost got come back on again. The Falcons almost came back on them. The 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 prime right. chokers almost came back on them. Like I don't think the Rams are who we think they are. Bro, but through two weeks they have made massive statements, dude. Massive yes. statements. Yes, but now they're going into Miami. Miami made a, a massive they're I'm I'm pretty sure they're riding on a high. Every kill says everybody essentially everybody in that organization needs wheelbarrows for their cojones. Yeah. Which I like, not, like, honestly, I, I want the Dolphins to win every single game just so I could hear Tyreek after the game what he has to say. Because now he said Tua needs a wheelbarrow for his cojones. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so who's it going to be next week? Who needs wheelbarrows for their cojones next week? Like, <laughs> um, Dolphins coming off an absolute great win. Um, divisional matchup. So it's not going to go as smoothly as the Bills want it to. What's your betting knowledge here? What is it? Like somebody. There's no, there's no betting never knowledge. Won when it's 85 degrees and sunny, the Bills have never <laughs> won a game when they're outside the 77001 zip code at this temperature. Come on. Like, oh, bro, this is just, this is pure, this is pure gut. Like, I just feel like the Dolphins are going to take this one against the Bills. I feel like oh, so you're uh, taking the over. A hundred percent taking the over, right? You have to take the over. I mean, I'm just taking the Dolphins over the Bills. But like, right? if you were to take an under or an over, you would take the over, correct? Well, well, it depends. If they set the the number at like 75 points, I'm not going to take the over on that. That's ridiculous. But I'll tell you what it is. It's 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Yeah, I'll take the over. Oh, you hammer the fucking over. Hammer that shit. I'll take the over, but I, it's just a gut gut call. Dolphins over the Bills. Um, the Dolphins coming off a great come-from-behind win. They showed some grit. Bills have been freaking, like you said, they've just been coasting. They're running over everybody. They need kind of like coasting? a... They've been running over everybody, bro. They chilling. They coasting. They cruise control. They're cruise they're, control. They're cruise control. They're they're running over these opponents, but Whoa. they haven't faced anybody nearly. Now are the Dolphins though? I, I, this is going to be a test for the Dolphins two too. Champs opening oh my night, God. dude. They're they. We've seen through two games. They're not. They're not that team. Okay. All right. They're not that great team. All right. All right. Over, like, you're overreacting. That's what I'm saying. That's I don't think the I, I don't think the Rams are that great. Wow, they're not playing that great. I'll tell you that right now. They're definitely not playing great. Still shocking. So, but yeah, Dolphins over the Bills. That's my least confident pick for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, for obvious. Reasons. <laughs> um, I respect. I respect the grit there. I respect the. Yeah. Alejandro has the Bills over the Dolphins. That's his tent. He put ten points on it. 10th most confident or 10th oh, most confident. Six, okay. six, well, 10 points, 10 points put on it. So he's pretty confident. 
about okay. the Bills. Ten out of sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Being confident. Ten is what he picked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my second least confident. I got the. Oh, you're not gonna like this one. I got the Commanders over the Eagles. <laughs> shut the. Front, shut the front door. Shut the front door. Commanders over the Eagles for my second least confident pick and for my Why? third. Why? Um, Eagles have been playing well, but I feel like I don't know. Carson Wentz is on a mission, bro, and that's his former uh-huh. team. I think I think it's a revenge. This is a revenge game for Carson. It's Wentz. not even. It's his ex ex girlfriend. It's not even his ex girlfriend. Yeah, but did he ever play the Eagles when he was with the Colts? I don't know. I <laughs> doubt. Highly doubtful. So. This is this might be his first game against the the Eagles. So I'll, I'll check for you right now. We'll check through. to see that. So I'm calling revenge game. Commanders over the Eagles at home. Second least confident pick. Just throwing that out there. And then for my third least confident pick, I'm actually doing uh, putting the Tennessee Titans over the Las Vegas Raiders. So opposite of God, we miss Alejandro. Dude. I'm like running through this research trying to find this. <laughs> so it's funny because mine is the complete opposite of Alejandro's, where Alejandro is really confident that Vegas will beat the Titans. Where I'm like, oh, I think the Titans got it over the the Raiders. So the answer is no, he did not play the Eagles. First time he's played the Eagles since leaving the Eagles. And I missed your third one. Uh, Tennessee Titans over the Raiders. Okay, that's my that's my third one. Yeah, I have the Raiders over the Titans, though. Gotcha. So that's that's just a pure like, okay, 2-0-2-0-2 matchup. I know the Titans more than I know the Raiders. I haven't watched enough of the Raiders or the Titans to really make a true pick. But I feel like in this situation, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm feeling good. I like, I like Derek Carr. Like I like Derek Carr over Ryan Tannehill. And I, and we just checked. Derek Henry is not what he used to be. But I don't know enough to be fully confident. So I put him at three. But I got the Raiders. So what, who, who is your one and two then? Uh, so Giants over the Cowboys. Said that. My said least that. confident. Uh, and then I have the Browns tonight. Uh, over the Pittsburgh Steelers is my second least confident pick. So this is the battle of two backups. Um, really the battle of the defenses, right? Like we're, we're trying to figure out who has the better defense, who can produce enough offense to actually win. I like the Browns running game over the Steelers running game. I like, I mean, that, that's it. That's all I like about the Browns on the offensive end. So let me throw some numbers at you. Kevin Stefanski is one in eleven against the spread versus divisional opponents. Yeah. Okay. Said right now Cleveland's uh, minus four and a half favorites. Okay. Um, what's another one? So as of right now, primetime games are six and one on the under. Six and, and one on the under. Okay. Yeah. The only one that went over the fucking the Bills. The Bills' demolishment of the uh, the Titans on Monday night, and damn, I had another one. There was one more. Oh, I, something about the the Steelers are. Damn, I forgot the stat. It was on the top of my head, but 
favored the Steelers against the spread against the Browns, essentially. Is what I'm getting at. So that's all those stats that you just read off. That's exactly why I picked the Browns. They're my second least oh. confident pick. Um, apparently, 94, 95% of uh, the bets have been put on Nick Chubb to go over 85, 87 yards tonight. And I hate America because now. We we know we know the fate. We know we know what it is. Fade the public. And now because the public wants to think Nick Chubb's going for over 85 yards, he's gonna go under. And you know, my fantasy team is gonna be like So if you read a stat like that, fade the public, would that deter you from starting a player in fantasy? I I got really wow, close. Really, wow. I was okay. like, I was really like, before we got on here, I was looking at my fantasy team and I was like looking at it. And I was just like, I was thinking about it very hard, but here's the thing. He can go under 85 yards, but still score a touchdown, two touchdowns. That's true. Very true. I mean, it's not likely yeah. the way, you know, they run Nick Chubb. Yeah. But, you know, silver lining. And honestly, I really don't feel comfortable putting anybody else. Like if I had somebody on the bench that was like, oh, I feel good about this guy. Fuck it. I'll put him in instead of Chubb. I really don't got that right now. Um, so I'm just going to leave him in, the, in there. But not. I know to keep my hopes, my expectations very low, essentially. Gotcha. But I have the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Browns. I got five points on that. Um, Alejandro has Browns over the Steelers three points on that. So that's his third least confident pick. He's not very confident about that. Um, and then I'm gonna run through, uh, Alejandro's. He has saints over Panthers, six points. He has the Texans over the bears, seven points. Um, lions over the Vikings, 12 points. That's bold. That is bold. Um, Ravens over the Patriots, nine points. He has the Jets over the Bengals, four points. What? That's, I mean, that's pretty low confidence, though, in that pick. But, yeah, true. Still a Still. wild pick. He has the Eagles over the Commanders, eight points. Uh, Rams over Cardinals, 11 points. Falcons, no, he has Seahawks over the Falcons, five points. Buccaneers over the Packers, 13 points. Damn. Confident about Ooh, that. That's, yeah, that's really confident. 49ers over the Broncos, two points. And then, yeah, the Dallas over New York, one point. Me, Big D, I got... I got let's, let's, let's go, like, I mean, let's not just run right through him, you know? It's like... Um, you, want, you want to analyze his, yeah, his, uh, no, his no, craziness? I mean, you and I, let's, it is craziness, and we don't need to attack him while he's not here. Let's, no, I'm, I'm you and I go him. back and forth. Lions and Vikings? Come on, dude. 12? Yeah, let's start there. What's wrong with this man? What are, what are you at with the Lions and Vikings? I got the Vikings over the Lions, 11 points on that. <laughs> I got the Vikings over the Lions, 8 points on that. So I'm feeling it, but I'm still riding the MCDC. I'm not going to put him into double digits. I'm not going to do it. Uh, not, this is this is it. non prime time Kirk Cousins. Come on, man. Come on. I man. have you eight like points that? on it. He's, you like that? 
middle of the way, middle of the way. Like they got a great team. I'm sure they will win, but I don't know. That's why they're that's why they're at eight for me. That's why they're at eight, right in the middle. Now this dude has the Jets over the Bengals four points. I have Bengals over Jets twelve points. I am pretty confident the Bengals yeah. will rebound. Bengals over Jets fourteen points for me. That's a that's a wild one, Alondra. We love it though. I think we're yeah. confusing hot take for stupid take here. You know, just because your confidence level is low doesn't mean you just swap the picks you're supposed to. You know, you still pick the team you think is going to win. It's just the one you're least <laughs> confident in. For example, I picked the Falcons over the Seahawks four points. I was like, eh, you know, Seahawks haven't been playing that great. You know, I'm not not big on them. But the Falcons I'm also not big on. But they did play well last week. So I'm going to take the Falcons. A little bit of a wild pick there. Four points. I think, I don't know. I just, I Eddie, Eddie loves to hear that. <laughs> Seahawks over the Falcons, eight points. I'm decently confident on that one. Decently. Okay. Okay. But, uh, so you mentioned, so this one is very different for us. What is your Rams, Cardinals? My Rams, Cardinals, I got the Rams over the Cardinals, 15. Pretty so you're, confident. You're 15. I'm Rams over Cardinals at five points. I'm not feeling the Rams right now, dude. And I'm, I, like, I like the Cardinals after that comeback win. I'm really not sure if the Rams are going to walk out of this one. It is a divisional matchup. I know I, I know it's going to be in there. Are they playing in Las Vegas or Los Angeles or are they playing in Arizona? Arizona. Playing in Arizona. That even adds to the confidence level for me, too. That's why it lowers it down a little bit more. I put them at five, dude. I'm not, not the biggest fan of that matchup for, for L.A., but I still got them to win. I got Giants over Cart Giants over Cowboys ten. I'm pretty confident Giants over Cowboys. <laughs> um, is that a hate pick or is that an actual an analysis? Dude, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, two and O Giants. You think they're gonna let the Cowboys, Cooper Rush, come in to their house and get rid of their undefeated record? Come on, brother. Come on, brother. You're probably right, but I got him at you know lowest confidence level on that game for the Giants to win. Let's see what else I got. I got the what do you have for the Texans? I have Texans over the Bears four points. I got the Bears over the Texans six points. <laughs> I got a big old Bears pick. I'm mm. loving me some Justin Fields, dude. Loving me some Justin Fields. Even last week against the Packers. I mean, it's the Packers. Aaron Rodgers owns the Chicago Bears. I can't judge a man when he plays against Aaron Rodgers. Facts. Facts. Uh, But I also don't love the Texans right now. I don't think the Texans are very good right now. I think we drafted really well, and I felt really good going into the season. But the Broncos were handing us the game last week, and we didn't take it from them. So I don't understand how I could pick the Texans in this situation. I think the I think the Bears, but I got them at six. So I'm not crazy confident in this. It's like below average confidence on this win, on this pick. All right. Um, America's game of the week. Who you got? Green Bay versus Tampa. So I have the Bucks at 10. I just think that this is you know, this is I, I'm sure there's plenty of stats out there about Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. 
I'm going to go with the fact that I think Aaron Rodgers and this young receiving core is going to need more time than two weeks to compete against a team like the Buccaneers, who are truly built to win this year. Like they are in a. Have you not seen that Tampa Bay defense, dude? They are playing like some dogs right now. And I'm talking about a bunch of W's, D A W W W W W W G S. Yeah, I picked the Bucs, man. Picked the Bucs. Got 10 confidence in them. But the, the, these rookie wide receivers are going to have hell unle- unleashed on them. <laughs> when, and Aaron Rodgers is going to have a tough day at the office. Now I see why uh, Alejandro has the Bucks for 13 points. I got the Bucks for seven points. Okay, well, you're talking smack over here like they're the best. Come on. Well, cause, cause cause I, I, just, I just convinced myself right now of this. That's why. <laughs> well, for me, I ranked it like I did – Okay, I'm going to start from the top, and then I'm going to move up from the bottom. That was kind of how I did it. So, like, my my most confident, I couldn't budge on the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Bengals because the losers of those games, the Indianapolis Colts, who can't produce any offense, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who just suck all the time. It doesn't matter. Um, also, unless, I unless Indy, Unless Indy comes to unless the Indy comes. Yeah, and then you have the Jets. So arguably the three worst teams in the league. Well, Carolina's in that battle too. But <laughs> I, uh, but those I couldn't budge those three. And then you move into thirteen. I had the Bills over the Dolphins just because the Bills are unstoppable. So I can't budge that that ceiling right there with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being the Green Bay Packers. Like I wasn't going to put them above my confidence for the Bills this week. And then I put the Eagles over the Commanders because. My Eagles are flying high, and I cannot put them. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> continue, 12, continue. 12 confidence for the Eagles. Uh, and then 11, which is right before my Buccaneers at 10. I got uh, the Ravens over the Patriots, dude. I think the Ravens defense has come out, and they got their ass chewed out for about five straight days by the coaching staff. So I think they're going to perform, and I think Lamar Jackson's going to do his thing. I just So I got 11 confidence there. And it's more for me – the, the separation in teams. Like, I feel like the, the Baltimore Ravens is just, they're just inherently a better team than the New England Patriots. And in this matchup, after the last week that the Ravens had, it, it's, it seems like there's a bigger separation there than there is for an Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady matchup. And that's when I put in Aaron Rodgers in the Tom Brady matchup and have Tom Brady winning. Cause you're right, they do have some dogs on defense. Dogs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed yeah, this. Yeah. This is like one of the hardest I, things I've had to do for football because I sat there for like forty-five minutes, and like looked over this because the think, numbering uh, some, is hard. I think some of the wildest ones we can get from this round is, I guess, me putting the Dolphins over the Bills yeah. <laughs> for one point, and then uh, honestly, Alejandro's—I still can't stop looking at the Raiders over the Titans for fourteen points. Like, how are you that confident? <laughs> the Raiders at, at this Crazy. point, like Crazy. I just don't understand that, especially when yeah, you got Derrick Henry at home. Yeah, and they fell apart last week. I mean, what are you what are you going to do about that? I mean, that's crazy. So, um, shittiest team in the league playing the New or- New Orleans Saints. I've got nine confidence in the Saints, which I'm talking big game about how bad the Carolina Panthers are, but the Saints. 
I don't know. I, I guess I need to watch more Saints, bro. I haven't I haven't bought into the whole Jameis, Jameis and everything going on down there. I haven't bought into it yet. So I need to watch more Saints. I'm excited to watch that one. As long as it's not a blowout. If it's a blowout, I buy into Jameis. How about that? He's like, I don't ever see them on Red Zone. <laughs> yeah, bro. I only watch Red Zone. I only do. It's hard, um, man, when you're watching Red Zone to like keep up with all the games. But I do have a second screen going too. Like I'll pick a game. It's usually the Eagles or Texans, and I'll watch them on the second screen. And I got Red Zone going. Can't I, I? I'll never leave Red Zone, dude. I like it too much. I mean, I mean, I got Red Zone too, but I don't know. Some sometimes it depends on the games that are in action. If the game, like, I always have my four screens, my four different screens. If there's like three good games and then the rest of them are kind of like bleh, I'll put on red. My fourth screen will be red zone. But if there's like so four, four games, separate screens, yeah, on my NFL Sunday, I've sent you the Snapchat when I yeah, have the four different games going on. So you can do Sunday ticket. You can do three live games, and then you can put red zone in the fourth one. Yeah, because the NFL Sunday ticket has their own version of red zone. It's not the same red zone as yours, but they have their oh, own. Scott Hansen. No, it's not him. Oh, they have the, oh, I think sorry. the other guy's name. I'm pretty sure the other guy's name Scott too. Fuck I don't know his last name, but uh, it's they, they have their own they they have their own version of Red Zone. But typically, version. though, I, I I put on the four games because usually any more than that, I'm like uh, I'm not really. It's probably like a Jacksonville versus somebody that I don't really care about, and so I'm like uh, screw it. I don't I don't really. If need be, if really, I'll, I'll put it like I'll put the iPad out with Red Zone or something. Um, Maybe that's but, what I should do: is get the ticket. How much was the NFL ticket? The Sunday ticket? Uh, I pay thirty-two a month. Eh. Yeah. 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 I mean, you it's got worth that extra it. login. No, I don't think, dude. I think they. It's like a, <laughs> I'll see. I'll see. But I'm pretty sure it's like a strict like. Now that I think about it, I can't put it on the iPad because I think it's like a one of those strict like if I log in one place like and try Project to log in on my on your door or some shit like no, that on, on the iPad like literally log like it'll log me in on the iPad and then log out on the TV or some shit like, uh, like one of those deals and I'm like man you're so stingy bro damn you're so stingy but um yeah uh, yeah that's that's I, I, think, a, I think i ran through all my picks though yeah uh, what's your tiebreaker what's your total points for cowboys giants 37 mine's 38 let's go it's funny it's funny because well first of all alejandro he obviously didn't read the he didn't read it right he put a freaking score <laughs> 20 to 17 so <laughs> well then that's your answer right there 37 37 points he's yeah. on the same does it does it count because he actually predicted the score? He gets well, if it's, if you all tie somehow, and or, then he or not has, got fucking Vegas then, over the Titans fourteen then he points. Has thirty-seven. You have thirty-seven. And he has a legit score. Then he wins. Whatever. Fine. He can. The have odds it. of that happening are so small anyway. Hey, but this is fun. This was a good idea. Shout out Topher. Good idea, man. And then before before you end things, I want to announce 2023 A&M, Texas A&M football schedule has been released. October, sometime in mid-October, they're playing at Tennessee in Knoxville. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I need to buy a ticket. 
Shit, I need to buy a ticket too. I sent it to me already. I'm be like, bro, we're gonna be a year removed from the wedding. We'll be fucking chilling, hopefully. Um, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully yeah. that'll be sweet to go to. Yeah, it's a good schedule here. Find the New Mexico Lobos in that Miami game. I went to that Miami game last week. That was uh, that was something, man. Our D or our offense is in trouble. I'll tell you what. Our offense is in trouble. We cannot produce or we cannot put together a single drive. Can't do it. Can't do it. You watched it, right? Yes. Defense and special Somewhat. teams stepped up. Defense and special teams did, but man, our offense, I don't know what they're doing. So I'm excited for this. Uh, this will be fun to look back on and uh, go back and forth and say, AM, how could you be so stupid? Did you pick the... Raiders over the Titans at your 12th. Was it 12? 12? 14th. 14th. His third most confident. Two 0-2 teams. Yep. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. Um, This is going to be fun. I'm excited to circle back. Two fans, we usually... I mean, I don't think we've ever really taken like a like a forced break like this. We've taken like a week or so off before just because of lack of content, but... I think we're back on the grind now. You won't. You'll expect your Tuesday, Thursdays back to normal. Uh, for any updates, you can follow us on Twitter at Slice Devils Pod, Instagram Slice Devils Podcast, um, Spotify, iTunes is where you can catch us, and uh, we will see you next time.